You already know what time it is. It's about to be We The Villains Podcast. Let's get it. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to We The Villains Podcast. Very special edition today. We got our occasional co-host with us today. Jay Swag's in the building. Gerber will be here shortly. SummerSlam edition plus... Oh, Gerb's already here too. Here we yeah, go. Take too long today, you know, get in here and get it rolling. Off the heels of a very exciting night last night in wrestling. I'm going to try my best not to come off as a hater or a e-drone, as motherfuckers like to call these days. But, hey, let's get this started off right. I'm about to take a hit of this bowl. How's everybody doing? What the fuck is an e-drone? So, e-drone is like the name that people are calling w like these hardcore WWE fans that choose to attack AEW all day and basically anything WWE does it's okay and then AEW's trash it's so, just, it's like it's like they were calling the AEW fans AEW sexuals I don't recall that either you guys pay attention to the internet a lot more than I do unfortunately podcast yes. <laughs> I'm just the support. <laughs> He's a hell of a support. But it's funny. Uh, it's funny they use the letter E to pick because they, you know it stands for entertainment. And yeah, I'd rather be entertained while I'm watching wrestling. So, and I'm just gonna go ahead and start off to say that like CM Punk just like disowned all his WWE records and everything last night. What an idiot, man. <laughs> Man, I tr- I sat here last night. I tried to enjoy the moment where he started with that shit. I was like, just come, come on, dude. Like, why? The same way. Like, I was watching it, like, the day, and I was just like, I was like, dude, you just pulled off the typical AEW signing. Like, yeah. this is going to be new, something new. I love the pop. I love the chant. It's cool. But I don't hope the CM Punk chants don't hijack tonight's show. So to be fair, like um, I think I said it before on here too. Like, yeah, Punk said some things. He didn't necessarily diss WWE per se. I mean, indirectly he did. But like, isn't he the one person that's allowed to? He's the one that started this whole shit. Everybody no. else that comes out dissing WWE afterwards, it's just they're following in his footsteps. He dissed their ass while he was still there. You can't, you can't burn all your bridges, man. It's CM Punk. He doesn't care about them bridges. I get it. I get it. But let's just be real. He's a Chicago guy. The pops are going to slowly start to simmer once he leaves Chicago and they start going to other places. This will be hyped up for about a year, and then it'll <laughs> simmer down. I mean, look, I'll say this right now. The best thing about Punk is the microphone. Other than that, I don't care anything else about the guy. I'm not being a hater, just being a realist. I'm interested to see him wrestle again, though. Yeah, I mean, it's been quite a while. I have no idea what kind of shape he's in. Uh, He's a naturally small guy, so he doesn't look like he's in too rough of a shape. I can just see his age on him now. That's the bad thing. I do see his age on him very, very much. He's definitely giving me Negan vibes last night. (laughs) Man, I do look a lot older than forty-one last night. I mean, I, I, I mean, look at Edge. 
Well, he started dying up the beard a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I get it. I mean, as far as Punk being small, he might be small in WWE standards, but over there, he's not so small. I, I mean, what? He's like, what, 215 tops? I have, I have no clue. Let me stop. I, I'm, so I knew I knew I was going to come off as a hater today, and I hated that. I hated it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> uh, you guys, I'm not used to being on the podcast. All right, that was a that was, that was a burp. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm approaching 420 on my clock countdown over here. I know y'all are probably already passed. Whoa, it, so. I'm 12 seconds ahead. Yeah, yeah, we got we're almost 440. I'm about to go ahead and 420 right now for me. It's only missed out on like 20 some odd seconds. That's not bad. I got in here pretty fast. Dude, uh, you ran here fast as fuck, man. You you spoke before I did. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't unusual, but for the for the podcast, yeah, Dak was on a roll. I was letting him do his thing, and then here comes Gerv. I was Perfect. trying to roll in. With my intro as fast as because I knew Gerv said he was going to try to get in here faster than he was when he was drinking. So mm-hmm. I knew that damn little beep was going to pop in my ear when he joined. So I didn't want that to interrupt me as much as I did. So I got it out, I think. Best oh, I can. Yeah. But shit, we got all three of the V's on the show. We the Ooh, villain. joint tastes good. <laughs> yeah, I can't promise any quality this morning. I've, uh, I've not really been up that long, and I've not been sleeping great, so uh, we'll see what happens here. Shout out to Swag for uh, getting on this podcast today, because this is a big one. Um, we got the SummerSlam oh, yeah. predictions. Um, I, I got I to retain my WTV championship, and just like I said to Swag off the air a little bit ago, I'm not feeling good about it at all. Dude, you're like going through a gauntlet match for your title this this weekend, dude. <laughs> dude you there's fifteen <laughs> matches this weekend. Yeah, fifteen, bro. To put this in perspective, we've been doing this for like two months as far as keeping the records, and we've only had to call twelve matches so far. Yeah. Wow. And you know what worries me is you you take fifteen plus twelve. What number is that? Uh oh. This is the best <laughs> number in the world Dax number I, i'm i'm hoping that does not i'm hoping that is not a omen as into Dak getting this championship but if you do you're gonna have to do it tonight because hey. you're tied with swag right now and, and tomorrow we have like all have the exact same picks yeah we have so the exact same picks on takeover what do you think our chances are for picking the same picks today mm. you know if y'all pick the same picks again, I'm gonna laugh. Well, Dak and I have bonded over wrestling, but Dak and I have not always agreed on wrestling. That's true. So with a big yes. show like big show like this, there could be some curveballs. You know, but the man, the more I look at this card, man, it's like, damn, every match almost can go any other way. Yeah, honestly, um. It's even down the fucking Eva Marie and Alexa Bliss could go either way, honestly, because I, I mean, you got Dewdrop, you got Dewdrop. I even though she took a slap on Monday or something, I think I saw. I mean, Alexa could have Dewdrop fucking flatten Eva Marie. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, any any potential grand bets tonight? 
Oh, huh? Oh, I was in my head laughing at my own self. Um, Jesus. Yeah, because I was, I was, yeah, I'm not even going to say out loud Jeez. what I had going on. In I'm my sure he, he was probably thinking about evil. This dude, this dude mentioned fucking Dewdrop flattening Eva Marie, and he went on a tangent in his head. I can only imagine where that went. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it to the imagination as well. I'm definitely not gonna put that out there because it, it, it was, it's definitely Jonah Hill material. <laughs> w Twitter about to come at the curve. Listen, I, think I haven't had a situation yet where Twitter has come after me. And if anybody's listening to this, I'm telling you right now, that's not something you want to do. <laughs> the wrong guy. <laughs> wrong guy. Because, like, I'll just be chilling. You don't want to get in an argument with me. You don't have to make me pull out some facts. Oh, jeez. Or, excuse me, some Dax. Hey, sorry if you want to do it, man. <laughs> hey, um, this is unfiltered, unscripted. We say what the fuck we want on this thing, man. Shout out to Anchor for allowing us to do that and Spotify. Thank you, guys. Um, but yeah, crazy night last night. But besides CM Punk returning, was Rampage good? Besides that, was there any good matches? I didn't even watch any of the matches. So, so I was I was somewhat looking forward to the Moxley and Garcia match, and it let you um, down. Kind of, sort of, but I don't know if it was really their uh, fault. I think here's what I think is what happened. I don't know this for sure. I think the punk stuff ran a little longer than they had time for. Like we were talking about before, they still got three matches you know, like to half, fit into halfway an hour. The show. And it was like 1030 before punk was out of there. So they, I feel like they had to rush a couple of the matches just to get it in within TV time. So Dang, I don't want to judge it too hard. So he didn't have a nine-minute promo? Uh, dude, I think his entrance was longer than his promo. Well, so you factor in, you give his entrance, which lasted a whole set, and then he had a commercial break before he started talking. Um, and then yeah, he, I mean, talked, he probably talked for, yeah, roughly maybe nine minutes. But it, it was like 10, 15 before he started talking. Wow. At least. So. Dang. Sorry, watching that shit through YouTube, they sped that shit up or something. They probably do. They, I mean, they, yeah, watching it live, it was its own, it was half the show, basically. So then I, they had to squeeze in three matches. You had uh, Kier Hogan taking on um, Hershey got squashed. <laughs> yeah, straight squash. Um, the tag match was okay. Um, there you go. That's all we need to know. Yeah, and then Mox and Garcia kind of went a little shorter than I thought it would have. Um, Man, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't showcase Garcia the way that I was. That's a damn the way I was hoping. That's a damn shame because the match he put on against Matt Seidel and Dark Elevation or Dark was really good. And I love the promo he cut on Mox backstage as the show was ending. Like it was it was something that I liked. And for someone that's like twenty two years old or something like that, he's got you know, he's got and he said he grew up watching Moxley and all this. He's he studied Mox and so, I, I don't know, man, but then I watch him in the ring. I like to see this dude with a heel Daniel Bryan. Like, Daniel Bryan be his teacher, mentor. That's one of the uh, the, the I quote-unquote dream matches that uh, the internet's talking about with Bryan once he gets there, is they'd like to see him have a, a run with Daniel Garcia. Dude, 
where are all these people get these facts from? Because everything is not confirmed out here anymore. But I guess someone someone got me on Instagram because I said, you know, nothing's been confirmed. And then someone commented on it this morning talking about, hi, your, your comment didn't age well. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Well, neither did your <laughs> mother. Oh. <laughs> and I check his page. And, of course, you know, he's fucking looks like he's 12. <laughs> I'm it's like, fine. bro. When did you start watching wrestling? Like last year? All right, he probably wasn't watching when Punk was even wrestling. Exactly. You don't even know anything. You just know Punk because of the internet. So, like, it, it was all but confirmed, kind of like we were talking about the other day. Yeah. Like, they pretty <laughs> much said it without saying it. But us being burned by the whole Punk rumor so many times, you, you kind of didn't want to believe it till you saw his ass walk out there on the, on the stage. And, and you know, I, I started to believe it was true. Really, yesterday, actually. Um, before yeah, the last few days, I really started to believe it, but I wasn't going to let myself get because this was the hardest he ever trolled the internet. Um, like you know, kept showing things and posting things. Usually, he just didn't do that. And I don't know, it was just, it was, I guess it was a great moment for AEW. Um, but now. Is the thing that I'm I'm just real curious to see now is how they they fit all this in their roster going forward. Like, how are you going to be able to keep certain people at a job jobber level that are really good? Um, then you got to have these other people that are stars. You know, like CM Punk can't lose, and really Darby Allen doesn't need to lose really at all out. I think he can. Aff- I think. Darby Allen can afford the loss mainly because it is CM Punk. I mean, he has it, no I, don't, I don't need him to lose anywhere else, but because Darby Allen, before Punk got there, was one was of the over. most over people they had. Yeah. Um, and then he even still got a decent enough pop, you know, later when he came out on Rampage to help Mox because he they they were all getting jumped. Him and Sting came out there. I. I think the the benefit of Darby Allen losing to Punk is we'll finally see this heel edge to him. Like he'll he'll get kind of pissed off about it, and it'd be different. Either way, like it, there's there's some potential good feuds for him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just from here going forward, I wish AEW would just. Stop dissing WWE. It's it's not gonna get it. I mean, WWE don't even mention y'all. Like, come on, keep it moving. Worry about your product. Let's go. So with Punk, that's in a, in a sense, he technically didn't diss them. He just like just didn't acknowledge them at all. Which I guess you could consider a diss, but no, it's not like he, he was like. It's not he like he came out there talking about screw Vince McMahon, screw you, Hunter. He didn't. You know, need he, to, just, man. he just didn't acknowledge his time there because he, he was basically this is his return to professional wrestling and not sports entertainment. I mean, you could you could uh, dissect it either way, man. It's a straight slap in the face. Yeah, like I yeah. saw somebody, I saw like, somebody's tweet this morning that said you come out to music that made you famous in WWE logo, uh, Titantron <laughs> pose, everything, everything, dude. Like you're taking all this from WWE and then you're just not going to acknowledge it. <laughs> like, like, that's coming from a CM Punk fan. 
this yeah. dude, this dude signed his WWE contract on the Ring of Honor World Title. <laughs> so I don't like. Yeah, I don't need to hear him on, up on his high horse like he's you know. And and if we're all being legit, like this is the thing that that kind of rubbed me the wrong way with it. And I know this is where people be like, oh, he's such a WWE lifer. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But my thing is, okay, Punk, yeah, your your pipe bomb, your infamous, infamous pipe bomb. They could have cut your mic. Actually, they could have never let you go out there and say that, bro. Like, if you never dropped that promo, you would not be as over as you are. Let's just be real. And it happened in the WWE arena. Yeah. So what makes it hard is the way that Punk has been so anti-WWE for the most part, outside of maybe doing WWE backstage or whatever with Renee. I'm, I'm, I think there's more than we know. Like, there's got to be more behind the scenes um, well, that led to all this bad blood. And then, like, didn't he have, like, a lawsuit with a doctor or something over there in WWE? Yeah, he kind of uh, made reference to, to that last night, saying that was the place that got him sick. Yeah. I don't remember what it specifically it was, like a staph infection or some shit. I don't know. All right, but, I mean, that's where you got to you gotta trust, like, you got to go out on your own and, and, you know, trust other doctors. You know, you right. can't. When you got that type of – when you got WWE paper, you can't just rely on their doctors. It's like Daniel Bryan. You know, as much as WWE wouldn't clear him, he went to other doctors, and they were like, dude, you can wrestle, you know? And you know that WWE doctor is going to do everything he can to keep his job. He ain't going to – he's not going to, exactly. you know, he's not going to cater to Punk or whoever. You know, he's going he's to answer to Vince. But I know there was some type of lawsuit with it. I know Punk won it, apparently, or settled or something. They, they He got paid from it. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, I get it, I get that, but shit, shit, Dean Ambrose got a staff and so something fucked up in his elbow over there in WWE that yeah. still causes problems. But I think that's something that he's been dealing with a lot longer. And he handled yeah. it all the right way, though. You know, he just ran through his yeah. his thing. I he mean, finished off his contract, and he doesn't talk shit. He just does, goes I out believe, there and does his thing. I believe. Mox even said that, like, you know, he's not ever gonna say he wouldn't return to WWE. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise, be surprised if he did because he'll get a pop over there. <laughs> um, yeah, he might be balding and have a beer gut, but he might dude, have a pop. He's in some fucking weight. Yeah, dude, I don't know if he's just that lifestyle or being a new dad or whatever, if he's partying or what, but yeah, he's looking kind of rough. Dude's He's got a lot of beer or drinking weight on him or something. He's got a beer belly. Like, <laughs> he's definitely got that. Like, every time I see him, I'm like, bro, you look looking rough. <laughs> he's uh, he's, def- he's definitely got a different look to him these days. But it kind of works with his character. Like, he's almost starting to look like a modern-day Sandman almost out here. <laughs> waiting for him to just adapt that whole gimmick. <laughs> he definitely ain't out there to be pretty. No, nah, I get it. He's a brawler, so I get it. He's a hardcore guy, you know. He's got a hell of a uh, a forehead situation going on, but Dude's I really can't talk because you know Dude's gonna have to go bald soon. What do you mean go? <laughs> oh, he's already like completely bald. 
yo, he's like right at it. Like they're neighbors. <laughs> like this shit, <laughs> it looks kind of rough. Man said they're neighbors. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yo, that shit just got me weak. <laughs> yo, motherfucker said neighbors. That's uh, I mean, which kind of the similar situation with Punk. Like I was watching him, he was when he was doing his hand through his hair. Like you'd see like a bald streak down the middle. Punk ain't got he ain't got much longer on that hair. But hey, that's the disadvantage of being a white guy and getting old. Shout out, shout out to the Sashiro uh, ge- genetics. Still, hey. still rocking the Jufro out here. <laughs> the Jufro. <laughs> Shit gets a little wild sometimes. <laughs> Yo, I love when Swag joins the podcast. <laughs> Get a different kind of energy. Mm-hmm. I got to stop drinking this bang. I'm glad I've not opened mine because I'm still mm-hmm. running on coffee. I didn't bring my water over here with me. Boy, this fucking weed's good, though. I know that. Which I got to get right now. Yeah, I got Powerade with me. I'm almost done with my first one. Whoa, I used to drink the fuck out of those things. Yeah, fucking work. Yeah. On that shit. (sighs) Can't drink soda and shit like that, so... like, And this is my thing. If, like... And fucking jobs and warehouses and shit. Why would you have soda in a fucking vending machine? Like, that's not going to give you energy. Because <laughs> the motherfucker going to buy it, son. You might get it. A... And you, and you got a chance to get a cold drink, you know, to people that don't realize how bad soda really is. Yo, motherfuckers be coming in there at like three in the morning fucking chugging Coca-Colas and shit. And I'm like, I Whoa. used to do that shit, too. I can't, I can't say anything. I used to, when y'all... Y'all know when I used to work in the freezer, man, I'd go in there. It'd be like eight, nine o'clock. I'd have a fucking two liter of grape soda and just drink on that all day. God Fuck damn. yeah. I, hey, my soda run was legendary. <laughs> yeah, I drank, I drank soda like I drink water now. Yeah. I mean, I went through some Coca-Colas. Ooh. That was our first drug, man. Hell Yeah. I know that shit was a drug because I always had like one or two cans stashed away somewhere. <laughs> I remember that shit be middle of the night. We out of soda. Thirsty. We first thirsty. We want a soda. I, hang on a second. I pull out two sodas from the stash spot. Hell yeah. That'd be happy as a motherfucker, son. Yo, that's the spot, boy. That's the stash, boy. <laughs> God damn. Oh, overall. Happy for AEW, happy for Punk. I don't want to come off as like a complete hater. Um, I just want to see where it goes because, like I was telling Girl on the pre-talk, it's like now you got all the eyeballs on you. Now as a company, like you're you're really mainstream now. Yeah, and, I've been I've been meaning to look what kind of ratings they got last night. Oh, I doubt probably, it's out. I doubt it's out yet. It's gonna be insane. Just for the idea of him showing up, you know, people probably not watch wrestling in whatever five years. Probably Man, there was people, tuned in. There was people talking about it that really haven't watched wrestling in years. Like that mm-hmm. shit's nuts. I didn't, but he well, had they, that. They did seven hundred. Huh? What? I was going to ask you the same thing. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm pretty sure I cut Dak off. I, I had the bang got me. So no, go ahead, bro. I was just saying that they did um, 740k last week. 
mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm thinking maybe somewhere in the eights to low nines, maybe this week. I was gonna say low nines too. Um, because I do see, you know, I, I got you know I I, do, I got the Weed of Villains Twitter account, and then I have my own Twitter account. And through on my own Twitter account, I was seeing people that I'd followed from, you know, I got on Twitter, what, 2011 or some shit, mm-hmm. 2012. Damn. So, like, these old followers that, you know, don't even watch wrestling no more talking about punk showing up on where tonight, I'm going to have to tune in. Mm-hmm. So, I do think there is a, a certain amount of fans that did tune in last night just because of all the hype. Now, Wednesday, I'm interested to see what kind of rating they do because it was even announced that Punk will be there Wednesday making his Dynamite debut in Milwaukee. It's actually the first time they are, AEW is going to Milwaukee, too. Whoa. I, I heard realized it, that. That's cool. That when I was watching big night. the last Dark Elevation, they advertised. It was like making our Milwaukee day. De- it had Milwaukee debut on the little ticker. The only thing I can tell you for certain about Wednesday Night Dynamite this coming Wednesday is uh, Brock Anderson is going to get demolished. What an idiot. I mean, I get it, right? So the match was made, but he wants to, like, defend his father. Like, so the storyline makes sense. Yeah, I get it. It's not going to turn out too well. Did he not see what happened to Cody, who's a much better wrestler than him? So it's (laughs) – and Brock Anderson. Get a different finisher, bro. I did not teach you that DDT. It's ass. It was pretty bad. That DDT oh. was ass. Oh, wow. I'm not even going to look that up now. It, it, he wrestled on uh, Dark Elevation or Dark or one of those. I watched them all now. I can't remember which one he was on. Mm-hmm. It, it it was, like, what, was it a tag match? Yeah, it was him and Shoddy Johnson. Who was oh, big yeah, shot, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Big Shoddy Lee. Oh. Big Shoddy Lee. There. <laughs> uh, they... Uh, yeah, he just did that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that. Uh, like a fake out DDT. Like you fake them out, they duck down, and he just grabbed their head, kind of thing. Gotcha. But it was, it, it could have been more effective. But it, but but you know, when it comes to a DDT, that's a that's a two man thing there. So could have been the opponent as well. Who was? I'm surprised he doesn't guy. use his dad's spinebuster. I haven't seen that yet. Out of yeah, him. I'm, I'm really like, surprised he doesn't use it now. Maybe because uh, he doesn't do it justice. Right, he might be still trying to get some practice in on it or something. Yeah, because uh, if he does do it, it needs to be good. Because to me, Arn Anderson still has the best spine buster of all time. Oh, no doubt, bro. No yeah, doubt. Hard to argue that. I mean, Triple that H shit was poetry there. when he pulled off the spine buster. Nobody does it like Arn Anderson. Nah. When when it comes to a spine buster, there's only like one and two. Arn Anderson's number one. Triple H is right behind. I mean, Triple H does one similar, but I mean, it just does not have that look that no. Arn's does. Like that shit is just like <clears throat> it's it's a it's a thing of beauty, man. That's why I was always called a double A spine buster. There you go. And God damn it, shit, I never realized it, but a lot of people think. Uh, John Cena changed his name, his his uh, finisher, to the Attitude Adjustment, even though it was because of the PG era, but for the two A's because of Arn Anderson always producing his matches and being his agent. Nice. To hit him with the A. We got even more respect for Cena now. Look, look at him. 
It's never confirmed, been confirmed, though. Nah, it's not been confirmed, but a lot of people assume it because him and Arn Anderson, <coughs> like, um, they that was like his go-to guy. Like that's gotcha. who produced all his matches, type thing, you know. And I mean, even Arn talks about it at times. How him, like him and Cena, were always traveling together. I'm loving this that, joint. Huh? I'm loving this joint. Oh, you rolled one? Two. I rolled, I rolled yeah, I rolled one for Swag, rolled one for me. God you damn know, it. And it and it's and it's a fatty. Yeah, I've barely one been take, taking any hits. One time I don't have any papers. Like, god damn it. It works mm-hmm. out because shit. Long, we all smoking. So we're almost half hour into the cast already. And Whoa. and we we've been mostly on AEW, rightfully so, because they did sign the biggest free agent in wrestling. Mm. Um, now there's a bigger free agent out there to me, in my mind. <laughs> yes, sir. God, it's so hard to call him that. It's it, it. I'm pretty sure it'll come around. Like it, it, it'll become like second nature at some point. But it, to like, I know the bit, the return for Punk was big for wrestling. But on a personal level, whenever yeah. Bray or Wyndham comes back like, and to any kind of wrestling, that's gonna be bigger for me. Man, honestly, dude, it's like a, a piece of me in the wrestling world is kind of gone right now. Yeah, right. it's 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 definitely like it's it's missing. It, it's uh-huh. just the whole wrestling scene does not feel complete, and I don't feel like it will until he and makes. I, I know, man, and and it just it just it just it, it kills me because I'm like I, I am such a WWE guy that it's like damn, like a lot of my a lot of my faves are gonna end up going over like there. I just it's just happening. It's just it's just the wave that's happening. It's something new. You, it's exciting. The crowds are always lit, and it's like you know. And I get it. WWE is they're stuck in a template, and they just keep. It's kind of like their own universe mode. They're kind of stuck on repeat with the same matches, the same stuff. Um, yeah, they're and, not. They're not editing their cars. That shit is straight simulation. Yeah, they're in a straight simulation, and <laughs> they they gotta get away from that little. Just a, even if it's just like a tad bit, but like they're gonna have to freshen it up. And I don't know what they're waiting on. Like, I get that they're not caring about the punk debut. Um, I love that. that. That's actually a sign of strength, not weakness. But at the same time, I'm just wondering what else they have up their sleeve. Like, tonight's SummerSlam, this is supposed to be the WrestleMania of this year, basically, because it's a full capacity fucking stadium. And we've already witnessed. Okay, you end one, you ended one night of wrestling, but everybody's talking about AEW, especially us. We barely mentioned SmackDown last night. So, someone had said, yeah, someone said that on Twitter too. I think I even replied to them. They got talking about with, with with Punk doing <clears throat> with showing up last night. What could WWE possibly even do at SummerSlam that would, you know, even like draw the attention away from that? And of course, a couple of people were talking about you know the Rock showing up, or you know something like that. And I don't oh, even think that's enough, dude. I, I I replied to him. I think the only thing that would maybe take the attention away from Punk is you got to pull the trigger on the John Cena heel turn. Yeah, I don't, I don't think a return is going to cut it. Any, you know, yeah, I, I need something plenty. big. I need like Hulk Hogan being the third man, big, mm-hmm. and the only person they have that could do 
anything remotely close to that is John Cena finally making the heel turn. How they would do it, I don't know. I but, don't, uh, only I that comes to mind to me. Heyman? Yeah, it would be the whole time that Heyman just got close to Reigns, but the whole time he's been in contact with Cena. Well, so Heyman's a front runner, you know? <laughs> you know, like he was with Lesnar, and then when the new big thing, Big Show, came around, he turned on Lesnar. Yeah. Um, he was with Punk to, you know, Lesnar come back around, fuck CM Punk. I mean, I, I understand. Um, yeah, so... Pretty much John Cena, Cesaro like, and Kurt Axel to the side. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I had to mention it for historical I, I almost yeah. did, too, hey. but then I was like, yeah, that's... Well, I don't even that's not, right that's not that happened. He would have loved to do more with those guys, but they just... They... You know, they, they got... As much as Heyman can be there and be a special counsel or you know he could do what he can for them but at the same time they got to do it more for themselves yeah and people like zaro and curtis axel they don't connect right like as much as people love them and love what they can do in the ring they don't connect they just don't it's i wouldn't be fault. surprised if uh god shows up soon mm, yeah they've, they, been, they've dis- been having a few with the good brothers Man, I don't know what's going on, man, but, like, I sense AEW is going to capitalize on the NWO-type mo- movement or moment with the Bullet Club, and I think that's what this whole Super Elite thing is, low-key. Like, as much as they're feuding, I think this is all an inside thing that they're well, just going to take over American wrestling like they did in Japan. That that kind of ties in with uh, Jay White showing up in Impact as well. I believe he's still with the Bullet Club. Yeah, it's is he still their leader in a way? Or man, I um, I really can't speak on New Japan because I I, can't. I got no idea. I think well, there's I kind of a power struggle with him. Like him and Tama. Well, so uh, Tonga, I think is pretty much wanting to take the leadership. You know, but like sure. you still got the good brothers and all who, you know, it's 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 weird, man. It's it's not like all in one place anymore. It's um they're everywhere. I mean, yeah, it's been like that for years, really, though. But, yeah, they seem a lot more uh, disjointed and separated now. It seems like to me, it seems like that Tom Tommy Tonga is trying to assume leadership of the club. And take it away from the OG. Well, I guess he is an OG, but the other OGs. Yeah, I don't think there's any OGs left besides. Really, only there was only four OGs. I think it was what Balor. Well, Fale might still be over there. Fale, Tonga, Balor, and and Anderson were the yeah were the founding members. Ah man, I don't know, man. Like it's so weird because. AW is, is a strange place because I know they talk about that forbidden door, but it's like almost in a way you don't even consider Impact or New Japan, New Japan or Impact. You kind of see that as another version of AEW. Right. It's like a subsidiary kind of just, de- I don't want to yeah. say developmental because Impact's been around for a while, but. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Like it's a little minor league compared yeah. to their. They're major programming, but they got little side shows, little minor shows on the side with what's going on with that. Straight up G League. <laughs> yeah. 
Straight up G League, bro. Because um, uh, Impact isn't worth watching to, to me. Like I, I, I try to be open to all wrestling, but I got no. I, there's no point for me to watch Impact. What am I going to tune in to see? Brian Myers and Matt Cardona. Dude, he's the number one contender for the world title. I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to acknowledge that because I could go on for a few minutes about that. But like, the be- what what does Impact have? The best thing they have might be uh, Deanna Peraza. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, she's good. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if she shows up to face some of uh, the AEW gals as well. I think one of her contracts up with Impact, she's probably going to sign with AEW. I'm pretty sure she's already teased a match with ba- with Baker, which would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, there there has been a little uh, some rumblings about that on social media. I think. Yo, I heard motherfuckers on Twitter this morning talking <laughs> about. You heard them. Dada B hey. wants to ki- shut up. If WB wants to get the viewership back from AEW, have Becky Lynch come back. <laughs> yeah, if All you right. want to lose me as a viewer, Swag will become an AEW sexual. No, let's right, just maybe said, not, maybe not the said, best choice of words. Swag will become or something. Swag no. will become All Elite. There you go, Corey no. Davidson's All Elite. And that shit's wild because like. There was actually motherfuckers that were proud to say they were AEW sexual. Like <laughs> I saw that, yeah, I remember. I think I do remember that. That was a little uncomfortable. When I saw that, I was like, "Okay, you you now have the weirdest fucking fan base in the world right now." I've I've really grown to hate extreme fans on each side. Well, so like like the people like the I guess we we I guess we can call them e drones because it's just it's simple. But like the, the WWE guys are just, you know, it's and the hardcore AEW guys are just as bad. It's it's the same with like politics. You got, you know, your far left and far right are just, you know, way to fuck out of their minds. Yeah, it's there's true. really no group of fans or supporters out there that's not absolutely psychotic. Yeah, so like that group, like the WWE guys and then the AEW guys, they're they're almost you almost can't even. It's hard to even like look at their shit. Like whatever they're whatever they're talking about online, as you're reading it, you're just like, Oh my god, dude, like are you this miserable of a person? I <laughs> and then like someone even like started going in talking about when Roman Reigns' comment talking about seeing Punk didn't move the needle, then someone was like, He didn't have to, he broke it or something. And I was like, dude, mm-hmm. No, you're not getting what Roman was saying. Like on the Cena and the Rock level, Punk was nowhere near that ever. I don't think Punk would have been able to get as big as he was if he was the main guy. So you got to remember back at that time, John Cena was still around. Um, yeah, dude. You know, they had some other stars that were that were still going, and um, <clears throat> Punk was became a big star. Don't get me wrong, but would he have gotten that far if Edge had to retire? Would he, you know, it's <clears throat> Punk oh, stepped up and, and got successful in a place that people like Punk normally don't get successful. But so you, know, you gotta give him credit for that. But he's um I shit, I lost my comment right in the middle of that bitch. Damn. That's not good, man. Smoke weed, people. <laughs> Smoke weed. Let me go ahead and light mine back up on that one. 
Yeah, I got light up for you on that one. RRP to that comment. It's amazing when bad things happen to good sentences. Shout out to Fraser. <laughs> That's a great show. Um, so we're almost at like forty minutes, and uh, we have not got to SummerSlam yet. We've no made no uh, predictions or no anything we like that. Really, we ain't really talked about WWE yet, not on or so, Smack. So, so from this point forward, you know, it was a great last night. Um, Punk's back. That's great. We'll see where it goes from here. Now but today is Saturday, on. August the twentieth. It's the biggest party, or is it the twenty first? The twenty first. It's twenty first. So it's Summer it's Slam. SummerSlam day. Hey, I'm still excited. Okay, don't get me wrong. AEW did not steal my thunder for tonight's show because they're in Vegas, and Pat McAfee's going to be on commentary in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> The oh, picture that I did see of Riddle um, online the other day looks like he is growing his facial hair out to look like Randy. Of course mm-hmm. he is. So by tonight we might be able to see a little. They see might it a add, little better. They might add a little for him too. You know, Just don't cut your hair, Riddle. Oh, whoa! He used to have short hair, and it looked weird when he did in uh UFC. But it was like it. it wasn't like. It wasn't like short hair. It was kind of yeah, like I, I've seen it. It's kind of like Justin Bieber's old hair. <laughs> well, <laughs> and we have a Justin Bieber mention on today's podcast. So with that being said, <laughs> this is the first time that we've had all three of us on the air for our predictions to be made. Nice. And uh, I think that aspect's pretty cool. Yesterday was pretty close because we did ours and I was able to get swags via text and kind of drop it in there on the episode and afterwards. Shout out to all the followers and, and fans of the We The Villains page that's uh, been making your SummerSlam predictions on our SummerSlam prediction polls. Keep going. Gerb's got it running until 5 p.m. Eastern time. 5 p.m. Yeah. Time. I'll probably uh, retweet it back out and just get the last little few minute people coming in. Um, to get the answers in, and then because last I checked on the main event, it's split 50 50 right now, so I got to figure out what I'm gonna do in the, in the situation if it ends being tied. Um, yeah, um, I guess okay. I mean, I know I texted this to you last night, Gerv, but is the IWC eligible to win your title? So, here's gonna be the problem. I mean, I could go by winning percentage. But there's yeah. 12 choices that I didn't give them already that we've already had between okay. um, between the last two pay-per-views. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, I could, I'll probably keep track of it if – and, you know, um, I could go by winning percentage to do it because um, by the end of the weekend, they'll have 15 um, – they'll have, well, yeah, 15 different new answers. I'll have 15 yep. on the record, but we'll have 27. So I could go by winning percentage, but I'll have to, I'll have to I got see. You. I got possibly, you. possibly oh, by all out, um, which is what September 5th, I believe. Two fucking weeks. Yeah. So possibly by then, maybe I could, maybe they could be eligible because then they they had enough um, choices. Yo. So I don't know um, if any of these are going to be on the pre-show. None of them have been ina- announced for the pre-show, but that could still happen um, after the taping of this podcast. 
Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm here to go ahead and say now, since all these matches are announced, we're looking at them, we've all made our choices already, why not just let them count? Yeah, at this point, I think it's a little like if they would have said like yesterday, this match and this match would be on the pre-show. Yeah, we could have you know prepared for that, like kind of like we did for uh, Money in the Bank. I wish but, I would have let mine count last uh, last month at Money in the Bank because I got the pre-show one right. Yeah, that's true. But um, since we don't know and none of these are announced pre-show, I'm not. Let's just let's just have them all count. We got we all have our choices already, so we might as well um, go with it. So, since we're on the top, we're on the SummerSlam, on the predictions, who wants to go with the first match? I'll, um, I guess I'll go ahead and lead it off. Probably the least the least anticipated match of the night would have to be Alexa Bliss taking on Eva Marie. Uh, that's the first match I wrote down. Yeah, I kind of I, went, I went into, in, in order of importance mm-hmm. on my sheet here. Uh but hey, whatever match I got, I got all my predictions. The I didn't same mark. order that I have the polls on the Weeda Villain page is the same order I have on here. Yeah, I can't think of the exactly the order, but yeah, if that's the match you want to lead off with, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, so we can this match we can pretty much do this way. Did anybody pick Eva Marie? Hey. What's that? Did anybody pick Eva Marie? Uh, I did not. Nope. I, I didn't think so. Like, there's not a whole lot we're going to have to say about this match in particular. We all got Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Let me go ahead and write yeah. that in. I, I sound like such a hater for sure on that match in my description of why I chose Alexa. I was like, don't care for the match or the story, but going with Bliss to win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's essentially and, it, right? And and it is because, honestly, with, with Wyndham being released, I, I can't. I can't even dig anything Alexa does anymore. There's no payoff on it for me. Like I just Yeah, we kinda I think they kinda need to kinda try to slide away from that character. I laugh at the online stuff that people are talking about. I was like, she needs to go to SmackDown and say she just had a case in the Mondays. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I I thought it was a hey, it's like one of Swag's dad jokes, I thought, but Yeah, that's more like a bad joke. <laughs> So was that one. Yo, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, both of those were kind of horrible, yo. That that was, that was both. Hey, horrible. I'm only I'm only working with what hey, uh, you guys on? bring to the table. All right, and it's going great. That was uh, a neighbor. Sorry, uh, but yeah, I chose the last. Uh-huh. It was a neighbor that came by. Oh, missed all that. One that looks like Crystal Spinza. Who? Crystal Esplenda. Um, oh. One of Kayla friends. That's why he's like, who? Yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm sitting here like a second. Like, what are you guys even talking about? Wait, wait. I'm on. I'm on. <laughs> so we all got Alexa Bliss. I, I feel like, so just to, just to kind of give a cap on what might happen, I'm thinking maybe she for lack of a better word, possesses Dewdrop to help her. Uh, yeah. You know, and- the more we're talking about this match, the more I want it to be on the pre-show. <laughs> I'm hoping it is, to be honest. I, I, like, if, if, if they are going to have a couple pre-show matches, this you almost feel like this has to be one of them. How? 
characters like that. You know, everybody. I'm pretty sure everybody in the whole wrestling world and community is like trashing this match because it's kind of like not worth watching, honestly. But what if Eva Marie surprises us and actually has worked on her game and like actually is decent in the ring? <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't gonna take it that far, but I was gonna say she might somehow sneak out a victory with Dewdrop out there, but it's really no telling. I'm I'm leaning more towards like what Gerb saying, like a possession type thing, um, on to Dewdrop because I mean <sighs> WWE did a lot of things this week that kind of solidified a lot of my picks. Like when I saw Eva Marie slapping Dewdrop, I was like, "Okay, that's gonna backfire on you." Um. So I don't. And then yeah. So yeah, I got Alexa Bliss. I, so we all got Alexa Bliss across the board on that one. Little Miss Bliss. Is this gonna be the most lopsided winning percentage on the polls? More than likely. It's it was uh, there's a couple of them that are lopsided. Um, Goldberg and Lashley, the Lashley Goldberg one and the Drew and Gender one. People actually picked Eva Marie. Well, I think like maybe one to two votes. (laughs) Damn, it's, it's like it's a very small percentage, but like for the longest, it like nobody had Goldberg. And um, in the triple threat, like, I think finally someone finally picked Rhea Ripley. Look, man, people be sitting there hating, like, you still cannot count Goldberg out here. (laughs) But we'll get to that one in a little while. Um, Yeah. I just want to close out on the Alexa thing, because, so tell me, tell me if I'm, tell me if I just have wrestling goggles on this one. Uh Uh-oh. I actually find Dewdrop kind of cute. Um, so uh, I do, I do like Dewdrop's accent. I'll give her that. Yeah. <laughs> and that probably, it probably doesn't hurt things. Like I, I find her semi attractive. Like I'm not like saying she's like yeah, I mean, Rose or anything, but like I, I do, I do think uh, she's kind of cute. No, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say she's unattractive. I can't say that. <laughs> when she's out of her wrestling attire and she's just posting random shit on, on the internet and stuff. I'm like, oh, she, she's kind of cute. Do you hear yeah. Dak? Do you hear Dak back here? This dude's like he, he can't believe what he's hearing. Yeah, let's get Dak's point of view on this then. The funniest thing to me is like this is two people that like don't ever find big women like that attractive, and I'm over here hearing like, is it me or is like is it Dewdrop kind of cute? <laughs> I mean, like I, I feel like I'm probably maybe in the minor- minority on this, but I doubt it. Like I, I do see it. Gur's gonna get a kick out of this one. What I'm about to say, possibly swag too. But you know, liking big girls kind of runs in my family. So, <laughs> I mean, I get what you guys are saying. <laughs> oh gosh! Shout out to Kenny. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my brother Ken. He looks just like me. Um, what? <laughs> I, I I did appreciate that laugh right there. Um, that, oh, fun times. That's just, that was the most random, but like best content I could have got today, right there. Well, that's why I feel like I had to get it in, but I still don't know if I've ever I've got your response to it. 
what's your what's your opinion? Do you like do you do you find her any attractive at all or I, she has a nice face. I give her that. Um that's a way of saying other bad things. <laughs> no. That's like when you're trying to set your friend up and like she's got a great <laughs> personality. She has a nice face. Hey, I gotta go on record. This is no hate to do drop. This is nothing. You're you're awesome at what you do. I couldn't do any of what you do in the ring. But beautiful Minchinoku driver. Yeah. Does have a very good one. Is will she call it the Piper driver? <laughs> well, I'm kinda waiting for her to drop this do drop name so we can move on and see what else she's got in store. They just better hope she don't become Lily. Uh, well, I never considered that. I, I really haven't either. That would not be the best of vessels to give some, any kind of supernatural creature. I mean, yeah, but wouldn't that I be that would be ideal for it? You know, I mean, Lily yeah, or yes. whatever the hell Lily is. I, I don't, man. I kind of hope there's some type of. There, there's some type of I don't know. There's something that there's got to be something for this match for me. There's like, got to be some kind of big payoff with this story alone. It, yeah, and the only way I see it is like her was like do drop somehow drop in Eva more than likely. But I feel like something's gonna happen. I don't think it's just gonna be like a straight up victory. Now, but here's the issue: knowing Eva Marie, we can have this match, and then she's gonna have do drop fight for. And there's that. And so, now, like, hold up, you hold got up, that kind of shit. If that happens and Dewdrop wins, this can't count against us, can it? Um, here's why I would say it would. Because after the match, she's going to announce her Eva Maria is the winner. Yeah, but that's not true. I know, but this is this is part of the Eva Marie whole thing. My thing is, is if Dewdrop fights four, I'm still thinking Alexa's going to win. Yeah, she might take over. Might possess Dewdrop, and Dewdrop might just lay down. I don't know. So either way, we'll figure it out. But here's and, the biggest problem, though. Like they can't really pull off too much supernatural shit, or the crowd's gonna chant, "We want Bray." Well, they're probably gonna fault. chant that anyway, dude. Yeah, that's their and this fucking man, this fucking sucks, man. Because this is like, because he's a Raiders fan and everything. This is like the perfect place for him to be back at fucking Vegas. God damn it, fucking so, Nick I mean, Khan. So if he were, were to return, and I know that's kind of far-fetched, I mean, who would you rather see him show up on? i like to see him show up and fucking, like, actually, honestly, man, I'd really like to see him attack whoever fucking was uh, standing tall with the universal title at the end of this night. That's my pick, too. The winner of that match at the end have The Fiend show up. I'd be fine with either either one person makes perfect sense. Yeah, and honestly, that's really the the only man besides John Cena turning heel. That's the one moment that that captured the audience back from what happened last night. Probably, you know, he's got the whole world in his hands. He, he does. He really does. Wow, did not think it would be that long on that match. <laughs> well. So, yeah, I mean, what we got next, fellas? We want to 
This we might as well head with another landslide here. Uh, Drew McIntyre is going to face Jinder Mahal with Veer and Shanky Bard from ringside. And once again, this is another thing where I feel like WWE kind of gave away the winner with that. Like, if since they're not at ringside, I had no no reason to pick Jinder. So you got to have reasonable doubt. Like, what if Jinder knows people? He could some he could have somebody else. He can have fucking Kali come out again. You never well, know. Yeah, that's why I say he had Kali show up one time when he had a similar stipulation. I mean, yeah, let's, I got to be fair. You know, it's Jinder Mahal, former WWE champion. So bring back Heath Slater. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I just I just feel like this has – this is just a, a, a win that Drew needs. Unless, you know, this is the type of loss that Drew needs to kind of make him sneak. I mean, without thinking too hard on this one, I, I obviously picked Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I went with Drew McIntyre on this one. What about you, Swaggy? I did also too as well. Wow. I did also too as well. Okay. Look at all of us so far. We're all going to – well, if these two matches start off back-to-back, the record the girl's going to, like, kind of keep the lead here. Two yeah, for two so far. What if we all have the same picks for the whole night? I was going to say my question from earlier is getting answered right now. <laughs> That's right, so I got suck. I got a match here that I'm I'm curious about. I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this Drew and Gender storyline. I haven't really cared for it too much, to be honest. No. Nah, man, the whole the sword and all that. I don't. Drew's cool. Like I, it's cool. He's good with the crowd while he's in the ring, so he'll make it worthwhile for the crowd. Yeah, you know, during the match, so it'll be better than it looks on paper. Um, yeah. I mean, but I, I I I got Drew winning. If it, if it that doesn't happen, I'm not even gonna be mad because look, I'm gonna I, be like, of course, I had to pick. I had, you have to pick Drew McIntyre. On this I match. won't even be. I won't even be surprised if they actually have a pretty good match because I mean they they are good friends. They know each other very well. So I mean, this is a chance to be a good a good match. But I see Claymore one two three for for Drew on this one. So I've never really like had anything against Jinder Mahal, mm-hmm. but the dude has never been put in a good storyline. Like even when he was WWE champion, it was uh, I mean, it was kind of mediocre at best. It was a good run. Yeah, I, I mean, but just, I mean, look at his feuds and just promos. Yeah. I just didn't. I, don't know, I wasn't completely sold on it. I can agree with that. Here's, I think I gotta defend Jinder a little bit on this one. Because, and I think it's the society we live in, because he can't push the boundaries with this heel character like he should. You know, he can almost go a Muhammad Hassan route. Yeah, because that worked out so well. Well, no, because people got sensitive about the 9-11. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of, uh, (laughs) a lot of political shit still going on now and you know this whole taliban shit like there's there's, there's already too many uh too many <laughs> landmines out there i feel like one wrong move you know that shit might bite them all in the ass yeah but i and but i will agree with you swag he he's never been put in a in a great storyline at all yeah i'm sitting I, here trying to think of one and i'm like yeah i i, I got nothing yeah, not. there is there's not much. I one I'm not gonna sit here and trash Jinder Mahal because like no. kind of like like it's like you said it's it's not really his fault. No, 
Um, but the storylines haven't been good. But I, I'm going to leave it off on a good note. I love his theme music. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. I do love his theme music. I'm not really sold on Veer and Shanky yet. Oh, some weird names for sure. Yeah. I feel like that Veer guy's been like I. I remember him being with uh, Malcolm Bivens in NXT, and I remember seeing him somewhere else. So it was like he's gotten a couple of chances, but uh, he was I think in a different both. tag team. But they released his partner. I think. Gotcha. Wait, what? That's not the same guy. No, Shanky is like some new. This dude looks. He looks like a child but he's like seven foot tall and it freaks yeah, me out <laughs> that's the same guy i think you just don't have facial hair now uh no i'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty sure i remember reading about it that the that it's not that's not his original partner that they ended up releasing his other partner i think oh i thought it was the same dude he just went baby face like with the, the beard and all that no i'm pretty sure it's a completely different person but Shit, um, still a fucking monster looking guy I mean, yeah, but he's been getting his ass beat. Hey, they're not—they're yeah. definitely not building him like Omos. Ah, Omos is special, man. Is that um, the next match we're leading into? Well, it wasn't, but we might as well, right? So we already started talking about Omos. Um, we have the Raw hey, Tag Team Championships. That's Styles and Omos defending against RK Bro. So before we even get our predictions, I feel like this is going to be the first one that we don't agree on. Probably. This but. was in the top two to th- shit. This is in top two of the hardest matches that I had to call on this card. Man, yeah. yes. The more I went through this whole like, I the hardest match I I had to pick was the main event. Everything else was, I kind of it was kind of simple for me. I kind of had a, a idea of who's gonna win. One of these I had in my mind. I had a different pick yesterday, and then just talking it over in myself, I, I either fucked myself <laughs> on it, and it's not this match. Um, but I have flip flopped on this match a few times. Like this was one of the but, harder harder ones I had to make. The decision wise, though, looking at it on the paper and the way the story has went between the universal title match and this tag match right here are the two matches that are the hardest ones to call. Honestly. Yeah, Honestly. I agree with that. It, it, it's a tough match to call. Like it, it's, um, it's super tough. So I mentioned something to Gerb before we got on here. There's still a match. I do not have a definitive uh, pick four yet, but I feel like the time we get there, I'm, I might have it. And that's my other one. <laughs> that's my <laughs> other hard one. But yep. That's well, the one that I was actually about to do. And But since we brought up Omos, we might as well go ahead and run with this one. Um, I, I I went back and forth on this so many times Um, in my head. I got to smoke for I eventually just had to start at the beginning and be like, you know what? This was my first choice. I, got, I, I just got to run with it because if I, I sit here and think about it too long, I'm going to talk myself out of it again. I got mm-hmm. RK bro. I went with RK bro as well. I knew it. I went with styles and almost. Whoa. So it was, I almost, I almost went with almost. So um, I made the mistake last time and I believe I bet against style and almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with the I, war Raiders. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm going to get bit in the ass here, but uh, that's the war Raiders. I mean the Viking Raiders. 
<laughs> yeah, but this I, is, this I mean, I fourteen-time world champion. Yeah, singles. Yeah, you got Matt Rule in there with a guy he can't even trust. He's yeah, also a former tag team champion with one of the greatest tag teams of all time in RK and rated RKO. Yeah, and look what happened to that team. Well, I can't the, trust the, that Orton. Orton's going to follow through. Like, and the, like it's it's. I get it. I get why you with well, and I picked RK, bro. Here's but, the craziest thing: as much dissension as we have seen between RK, bro, I think it's going to happen on the other team. It's I mean, been you think teased. it's going to happen now? I mean, that soon? They kind of teased it Monday. Look, after – look, let's be real. Well, damn, we ain't even got to that match. But if Goldberg don't stick around and he's not champion, hypothetically, who's Lashley got the face on Raw? They need another top face. Styles is the perfect candidate. Uh, unless Big E goes ahead and cashes in on him. Shit, that could happen tonight, guys. I low-key think it might. I mean, this is Goldberg and Lashley. They're probably going to beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> I think that match is going to be actually low-key pretty good. Y'all want to go big? You say that. That's right. <laughs> but I, I picked RK, bro, because as as much as, like I said, it's a very tough match to call, but I feel new champs here because they can drag this story out a little longer between Orton and Riddle. Yeah, I, I don't think it, before the ultimate, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. I do think that maybe them being titles is just it's a way for them to kind of roll with this storyline, and the crowd's loving the interactions between Randy and Riddle. So I think I think they'll roll with it for a second, just like they did with Team Hell No, because it got so over that you almost yeah, had to put the titles around them. This is this is almost what it is in a different way. Ooh, that tastes good. I know, man. I've had to I had to hit the ball riddle over here like a couple times. Yeah, we talking about Matt Riddle. I got I had to spark up real quick. <laughs> and dude, like man, low key, like if this if RK Bro takes this tonight, like I'm thinking, oh, there's another accolade for Riddle, former U.S. champ, now tag team champ. He's 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 working his way up. This would be the first title he, he's had, uh-huh. right? What would, would this be the first title he's held in WWE? Really? No, he held the US title. He is US champion. Whoa, I barely remember that. Yep. Yeah, he he lost that at um WrestleMania. To Lashley. That's right. Okay, okay. Wow. No <laughs> this shows why no. I'm not I'm not on the show that often. I can't remember shit. Well, actually, didn't Riddle take the title from Lashley? And then Riddle oh, lost it to Sheamus. That's right. That's how it happened. At yeah. WrestleMania. Jesus. Because he caught a brutal fucking knee or something to the face. Wow. Get, didn't, like, Riddle do a backflip or something and caught a fucking knee or, or bro kick? I don't remember. I think he took it at Chamber. Hmm. And then uh, Lashley did wow. the whole beat down on Drew later so Miz could cash in. That's right. <laughs> Lashley was thinking about the bigger picture. Well, he knew mm-hmm. he was going to take that title from Miz. It's the Miz. Yeah. It's hey, very, uh, like, speaking of this, this is off topic, but I, I kind of dig in. 
that they're kind of showing some dissension between Miz and Morrison. Yeah, I've been seeing because IWC has been going like like batshit crazy over a potential Jomo face turn. Is he still going to be moist? I hope so. They have to. They're they're they they're do already have this. yeah. They got T-shirts and they're everybody's calling them that. So I, I can definitely see a face run. And and it can get over like it can. Um, because if I'm being honest right now, the Miz is just kind of irritating me. Like I, I kind of really I kind of cringe much. when he comes out right now, and I hate to say that because he's <laughs> one of the best people they have on the microphone. Good, he's doing his job. Well, this, but that that would be true if I liked heel. But I love heel characters. You're not yeah. supposed to like heels. But man, we've all been a fan of his for like well over a decade now, almost like yeah, like yeah, we give him his pops all the time. But like right hey, now, hey, I'm gonna go with what Lashley and Austin said on their on their little podcast show when they had that episode. I'm not jealous on, of the Miz. If you're hating on the Miz, you're jealous. Oh Jesus, you can't hate on that guy. He, anything he does, he nails it to a T. It's like Baron Corbin, man. Like they just nail it. I don't know, he's just, he's just been super annoying to me lately. That's it, it wasn't until like what what happened? Who who came out and started talking some shit to Miz the other night, and it kind of got under his skin a little bit, and a little See, bit of that angry Miz came out. It's I gonna, love I love angry Miz. Yeah, and it's gonna happen again because when they split, when Jomo and Miz split, you're gonna see who was the better two, and why one of them was a world champion and the other one wasn't. Hey, Joe Mo's a former ECW world champion. Do they count? No. I don't know. Maybe. Then he would be listed in the world title rings. He ain't up there. Hey, that's a completely different section. <laughs> you said EC you said he was an ECW world champion. I don't know. That's what they called it. <laughs> no, I'm so, just fucking with um... you. It's funny because I, I actually need to step off for just one second. Okay, well, while he's doing, I was about to move on. But, yeah, since since you're about to step away for a second, just let us know when you're back. I got to go cry in the bathroom real quick. Yeah. Um, Drain the snake. I, there's no, I have no doubt that the Miz will turn it around. I just, I just think he's in a stagnant place with his character. <sighs> oh, yeah, he is, man. I mean, but he has nothing else going for him, so that's why. Yeah. The feud between him and Morrison is going to be great because it's going to get personal. Because when the Miz gets on that microphone and starts ripping him and telling him that basically if it wasn't for me, nobody would care about you, it's going to yeah, be. You already know he's going to go off. You think you could do this without me by your side? I'm the yep. only reason you have a job. <laughs> you know, he's going to kill it, bro. <laughs> he, he, oh, see, Angry Miz is great, but it's, it's been too much like clown um, Miz lately. That is one guy right there. That just became fucking money on the microphone. Like that's somebody you really don't want to get in a promo war with. No, like, uh, like you know, a lot of people compare MJF to him, and I, and I get the comparison. And he MJF don't hold is pretty good on the microphone. Not, yeah, he is. He damn, but the Miz would expose him quick. The Miz would tear his ass down so fast, yo. Look here, I would love an unscripted Miz. All yes. right, and this dude might like 
I, we've never seen The Miz unscripted. And well, I, well, yeah, we kind of did on uh, Talking Smack. He lost his shit on Daniel Bryan, yo. So there's probably another level to where Miz can go on the microphone. That's uh, yo, that we haven't really had a chance to see yet. I, I could see this dude if he was an AEW. The the he start ripping everybody. He's like, like all these people that would step to him. Like, what are you talking about? Y'all had to create your own company because you couldn't hang with me and where I was. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's yo. He would drop shit like that, and and he and he hits you where it hurts. Like, yo, he hit Daniel Bryan where it hurt on that. Like, Daniel Bryan really had to walk away because he probably really wanted to punch this dude. <laughs> I you know I'd love to hear. CM Punk unfiltered uh, a promo on C. I'm sorry. I'd rather see the. I'd love to see the Miz unfiltered pull a promo on CM Punk. Yo, that would yeah. look, man. Like he don't get enough credit for it, but Miz can drop a pipe bomb, as they like to call it. Like he can. Yeah, really, yeah he like, can. He 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 kill it too. That's somebody that WWE never wants to rub the wrong way. Because the promo he would like do on them would be insane. Be good shit too. But man, like oh man, that that's I'm I'm a Miz head, a misfit as they like to call him. His hey fans. man, I, I like the Miz too, and that's why it's kind of uh, I don't I don't want to say disappointing. It's just I just don't like where his character is right now. I have no doubts that he'll turn it around because I, you know, I've been a Miz fan for so long, but it just, it just feels a little stagnant. See, that's the thing, and it's funny because where Miz is at right now, right? He's gonna realize this that he's stagnant, and he's gonna realize that it's because of Morrison that he's went down to these childish things that he's above. Yeah, you know, and. Because he's he's on a much higher class level than what than what Morrison is doing with the moist and shit like that. And the only bad thing about the Miz is like, and it's not really about the Miz himself. It's just they the way they booked him. He's a uh, they booked him to look like such a bitch in the ring for so long. Yeah. Um, that it, it'd be hard for him to get over in like the world title picture again. But he's he, yeah. again, you can definitely. Say straight yeah. up, he's one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That man, definitely. Probably, man, if it wasn't for him, man, nobody would have cared about that title. I just don't know who, who they have for him to face. Like, who, you know, if they if they do the match against Morrison, what, what's left for him? Like, where does he even fit in? Honestly, they should have never changed the format of talking smack because that's where he would fit in. Or yeah, man, maybe well, I, I haven't watched it since. Maybe he could do commentary. Well, I mean, I'm sure he still want to be involved in some kind of feud. Or what if, like, what if he had an NXT run? I thought about it, but. I just don't know if it's a good time. Maybe maybe he can go out there and help some people on the microphone, maybe, but start hanging out with Big Duke energy. Yo, that's fucking that dude's hilarious. 
Um, so I think I think I hear swag back there. Uh, yeah, I've been back for a few minutes, but you guys were like going off. Yeah, so. we were rolling. So, um, oh, just to get back on bad. subject, um, we we've we've gone through three matches so far. We we all picked Alexa Bliss to beat Eva. We all picked Drew McIntyre to beat Gender. Um, me and Dak picked RK Bro. Swag picked Styles and Omos retaining the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, since we were just on Tag Team Championships. We might as well do our first SmackDown match of the night and do the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Swag's favorite tag team. Oh, it's really funny you mentioned that because uh, I picked them yet again. That's I right. picked them. I picked them too. I had a feeling we'd all pick the Usos, and you know I did too. I uh, just don't. I mean, I, Dominic would have to pull out something we've not seen before, or something they'd have to. I don't know the trick. Y'all- you guys, you know, watch the actual show. So, or SmackDown and stuff. I have to watch highlights and stuff. But a lot of people are saying that they are sensing, like, heelish dominant lately. So I think it, it's just it more that they're learning from the Usos, trying to pull, you know, pull the same tricks they were. What What I've seen is... It seems like they're trying to go down a road or on an angle where Ray's being too hard on Dominic. Okay, because that's where I was since, like, I guess it was like maybe almost a month ago, where when Ray was talking about, like, "Hey, see, son, this is what you got to do. So watch me tonight in this match. So watch." Yeah, they've me. they've been playing it out for a, an extended period where. You know, I remember in another interview where he said something about Dominic, you know, he got distracted or something. You know, it's it's been it's been a long time coming. I think what it's gonna end up being is Ray's gonna is being too hard on him and he's gonna go do his own thing. Yo, what if fucking Dominic joined Roman Reigns and the Usos? Yeah, like so it'd be something like that. Even like when Apollo was listening to Roman there for a second. Or he'll listen to Heyman. Yeah. yeah. Because Heyman's been around the family for a while, so that uh, it seems like it seems like that's their in their long term plans. Now, how soon they're going to pull the trigger on it, I don't know. But that's another yeah. reason that I've actually picked the Usos to win tonight because I think they're going to start to develop that a little further. I can actually see when the Usos, yeah, I say win, when the Usos win this match, I think Ray is going to get kind of pissed off with Dominic saying, why didn't you do this? Like I told you the this and that, you know, kind of playing on to that, being hard on him. And Dominic might show up, Dominic might show up this dude down. How long before one of them slaps the other one? <laughs> I'm thinking a shove tonight. Maybe a little shove. Yo, if I shove my dad, I'd be fucking begging for forgiveness right then. My conscience wouldn't let me be able to do anything like that. No, son. I know, but I'm I'm going into TV, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. For yeah, compelling sure. like, television, hey, the week got me a little personal there. All right, just you got to roll with it. Look, guys, I don't, man. Look, I could never push my dad. That shit would break my heart. <laughs> yeah. So and now you know with him gone and stuff like that. Oh god, that's even worse. I can't think about that. <laughs> so my bad, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, I I do think I got the Usos winning, and I do think that something's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be a shove or anything like that, but I do think something's going to happen in the match 
um, that will develop into that. Um, so yeah, this I got I got the Usos retaining. It, it's weird though because this is actually one of our more closer polls, um, for the SummerSlam predictions with the IWC. The last I checked, this is somewhere like. 54, 46 percent. Like it's really close. Hey, we're talking on, about Rey uh, Mysterio here. Yeah, hey, I man. get it, but I don't, I don't, yep. I, I can't. I, I'm surprised that so many people are picking them to beat the Usos tonight. I, I get it, but then again, it's hard to count out Rey Mysterio. He's such a good veteran, man. Like you just gotta, it, you know, it, it's just how it goes. Like when you have, when you have these veterans in the ring, and and stuff like that. Like you can't. You gotta always, you know, think that they can pull it off. Guys, I need you to talk for about two minutes, real quick. I'll be right back. And um, that person that just walked by smelled good as fuck. <laughs> the, I can't, can't say I've experienced that in a while. I mean, it was a female neighbor, obviously. Yeah, man. I not to sound like a creep, but I always like enjoyed that being out and about, like out shopping or something. And you catch a nice, catch a nice whiff. It's one thing I do love about my wifey. She has this damn vanilla type spray that she mm. uses. I don't know what it is, but that shit's fucking bomb. Whatever that non-natural vanilla. <laughs> I've been um, Pat McAfee in this podcast for like the last thirty minutes, man. I've been standing up out here. Why are you standing up? Well, this little stupor little thing that I'm sitting on out here is not very comfortable. Oh, wow. I'm on the love seat. I can't relate. Well, the smoke on the podcast, I got to be outside. So it's kind of. So uh, so do you want me to ruin artificial vanilla for you? Sure. Apparently it comes from like uh, a beaver's ass. Like wow. there's, some kind, there's some kind of gland in a beaver anus that tastes like vanilla. Oh wow! I've That's got no fucking, I've got no source for that, but if anybody wants to look it up, there's your that, Google. There's your Google for your day. That's more hilarious than like you know ruin it for me. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of always got a kick out of that. I've heard that for like a couple of years now. Because I, I don't even like yeah I, I, I yeah that's the only vanilla I, I ever like artificially that I ever see or smell is is um on her. So yeah. <laughs> but I but I get it though. That's a lovely smell. I, I mean, I get exactly where you are. <laughs> Out of a beaver's ass. That's <laughs> yeah, it's like a anal, anal gland or something. Unfortunately, <laughs> the first thing I heard when I got back on here is anal gland. <laughs> no, yeah, at, least, at least I didn't say prolapse somewhere in there. I'm going to mute myself again for another minute, but I'm still listening. I like the, between the joint and the bang, I got like deathly hungry. Like I had to go fix me up a piece of like bread with some honey on it. So I'm just going right. to scarf that down real fast. Yeah. I feel like we still got quite a few matches to go through. Yo, I feel the same thing. Cause like I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, we went through one, two, three, four matches. Only four matches yeah. And there's still six more. Jesus. And, All right. And shit. We're on like almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Wow. 
All right, so shit. Um, which what was the last match we were on? Usos and Mysterios. How the Usos and the Mysterios? <laughs> let's go. Um, so let's see. I, I mean, can I see get... that match starting the show tonight. Uh, my 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 uh, guess for starting to the show was actually the match I was about to move to. Which is oh. Damian Damian Priest versus Sheamus for the United States Championship? This one, I think I'm going to agree with some people on. Uh, so this is the match I actually just mentioned a bit ago, where I didn't have an answer to. Oh wow! And, and for the simple fact that I don't have many championships changing hand in, hands tonight, that might be a spoiler for some of my picks, whatever. Uh huh. But uh, I'm. A big of a fan as I am of Sheamus, I'm going to have to go with Damian Priest as the new United States I, champion. I went with Damian Priest as well. I, I just feel like, you know, it's a match that actually, you know, I haven't really been following the feud, but it's a match I'm looking forward to. That's kind of a um, shame, man. Uh, Priest has done really well uh, with his backstage promo or her in-ring promos, too, for that matter. And, yeah. Uh, I feel like him and Sheamus could have some decent chemistry, if not at least some stiff shots. Because me personally, I think Priest is a star in the making. Absolutely, um, he's he's right where he needs to be. He's uh, and I think this is the the big win that he's been looking for, and the U.S. title was perfect for him. The crowd's just like, definitely behind him. Yeah, and it fits his his rock star lifestyle. Of course, he needs a championship. Mm-hmm. And you know, fuck, get that, like get that, that pay raise and that publicity. Yeah, like he did at NXT. Go hop in the hot tub with some shorties. There you go. Popping the bubbly. Oh, that's right. Former uh, North American champion, right? That's what made it for me. When he hopped in the pot, the hot tub with the with the yeah. chick, popped the champagne. Yeah, that was party, it. Son. He was over. Star made. And whenever Gerd finishes his honey and bread sandwich. Oh, I yeah, I don't. That, son. I already got the joint lit. God oh. damn. <laughs> You rolled another one? We no, gonna have to I keep putting it out, man. Oh we gonna we gonna have to roll another one after the fucking massive meal we're gonna have to eat after this. Yeah, dude, right. I got yeah, I got so hungry, dude, just now. And I still feel it. I think it's the bang. I haven't mm-hmm. had one in so long. What what mm-hmm. meal are you guys thinking of tonight? Oh, I don't know about tonight. What time is it? Oh, I still gotta get lunch, man. I've not eaten yet today. What time is it? 109. 109. So, yeah, we got six hours till the show. I've got some. I could do like those stuffed yeah, mushrooms, man, but that sounds like a lot of work. If we don't go to the animal shelter looking for a cat, then I'm going to take a nap. And, uh, I might end up making a big pot of macaroni. Oh. Just, just to have something to eat on, man. I got some uh, Monterey Jack cheese to throw in it. I got the chicken grillers. Uh-oh. I, so I did pick up some uh, some of those honey barbecue tenders. No, you didn't. I absolutely did. Yeah, she sure did. Them it, it, getting chopped up into macaroni, son. You so yeah, we did that one time like a week or two ago. We had those tenders. What? And I made some macaroni. Oh my god, that's a good mix. Uh, chop that bitch <laughs> up. Son. Uh, no wife to get on it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, tell wifey she don't want to smoke. 
We got a cooking competition. So to go, so to get back on subject, to go back spaghetti tonight. So I'm okay with that because we usually put hot sausage and olives. To go back to y'all, both pick Damian Priest. I had Damian Priest all the way up till probably this morning. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I too, like with like Slag said, this is the one, this is I, I mentioned earlier with um, RK Bro versus Styles and Omos. This is another one that was very hard for me to pick, and it felt like the obvious choice was going to be uh, Damian Priest, but for no reason at all, I feel like I, I got to go with shit. I mean. Former world champion, Grand Slam champion, if I ain't. No, he ain't Intercontinental champion. I mean, even besides all that, I think Priest could be the one to beat Sheamus. For some reason, I'm not thinking it's tonight. You don't think it'll be at the biggest party of the summer? Mm, Maybe the day after. Wow. Or two days after. (laughs) Wow. So (laughs) that's just just my call. I I don't. I I, don't. 2K universe. I had Priest um, all the way up until, like, this morning, and then you know, and something just changed my I mind. that you mentioned all that just now, Gerv, because that literally could happen. That's a straight right. WWE move, right? He, he doesn't get the title done at SummerSlam. Well, we're going to run the rematch on Monday, and, and that's it. when he'll get it done. God damn it. Uh, I'm sticking with Priest, man. Oh, yes. Yeah. And only, one of the reasons was because it was throughout my picks, I already had two other titles changing hands on Raw. And I did not. So that was what was. I didn't really pick any titles changing hands. So that was my, yeah. my <laughs> argument. <laughs> that means, wait, if that's what I think just Swag just said there, then there's no way he picked that person for that one match. <laughs> was that. Well, well, I guess we, can, we might as well run to that match, right? The Raw Women's Triple Threat. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I don't even know if I need to even say my pick. I, look, I, I went against my rule once. I ain't doing this, man. <laughs> I, I, got, I got Charlotte Flair all winning another championship. Because, man, like, here's you my do? thing. Yeah, man, for sure. Because I think Charlotte, first of all, she's the GOAT, but Second, she's gonna pin Rhea, and then that leaves her and Nikki to keep feuding. I think she's gonna pin Nikki. Oh yeah, that's right. You did tweet on the We the Villains page that this could be just the beginning of her villain story. How you feeling about a grand bet? If Charlotte Whoa. wins, I think she'll pin Nikki Ash. I don't know, man. I just think the the way the momentum that Nikki Ash has, has gotten here that I just feel like her and Charlotte, she needs to keep having big matches with Charlotte. And it goes into the play with the whole that they hasn't Charlotte not really pinned her lately since she became the almost superhero. Ain't Nikki Cross been or Ash been like beating her. Nikki's been taking L's. Oh. Yeah, Charlotte's winning this match. I, I don't know, man. Betting get, back to me, get back to me on the grand bet. Man, fuck it. It's SummerSlam weekend. I'll take it. So just just to be just to have this out, we got a grand bet. 
Um, if if Charlotte doesn't win this match, we'll just we'll cancel the bet. Got you. If Charlotte wins this match, like we both think, you yeah. think she's pinning Rhea Ripley. I think she's pinning Nikki. That's what the grand bet's on. Got you. Okay, I'm, cool. I'll write that down into my book when I get back inside. Yeah, I'll make a little note real quick. Cause, oh man. So if 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 unless we're wrong. Swag, that means that you got Nikki retaining this title tonight. Unfortunately, yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh, wow! So, will Swag be... Damn it. Look, now- you've, been, you've been hit by this curse where you didn't pick Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Then I got hit by it when I didn't pick Charlotte. Will tonight be the night that Swag gets finally hit by not picking Charlotte? Rhea Ripley better not win this match. I don't expect Ripley to win. Um, oh, God. I, if Rhea Ripley wins this match, guys, we all take an L. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, I mean, unless they are, like you guys are saying, trying to give fucking Charlotte as many reigns as they want, which I'm, you know, whatever. I don't really hate that. Um, she's, the only real, she, yeah, she's the only woman I actually enjoy watching in the match. Um, <laughs> But it's a triple threat. And they got, as I wrote down on my little notepad, I picked Ash for this ass experiment that they got going on. <laughs> um, being SummerSlam, you know, live crowd. There's too many factors in. I just, I just rolled with Nikki Ash. You know, I can't even be mad at Swag for this pick because after Gerb saying that all Nikki Ash has been taking is L's lately, of course yeah. she'll win this match. Yeah, that actually helped my argument, I think. Normally well, that would me too. But I'm but like it's Charlotte Flair. It's Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam, undefeated at SummerSlam. By the way, never lost. Interesting. And it's for a title. Yeah. Jeez, what would that make SummerSlam? I don't love that right now. What would that well, make her? Fourteen? How many times did she? That had? would make her fourteen finally. Jesus. Wait, I thought she was just at twelve or eleven or well, twelve. Damn Twitter! Twitter bio says thirteen. Damn, I can't keep track of her ass. I don't know what they're doing, man. They, either they keep adding NXT or they keep taking what they don't know. I don't understand. Or maybe someone's watching her promos. It could be Charlotte. <laughs> well, either way, so this is this is actually going to be a pretty big match tonight, which is good because every for the last hey. three pay-per-views, every time we've made calls on the Charlotte match, the Raw Women's title match, it's always yep. been a match that I haven't particularly cared about, but because of our picks and because of uh, our grand bets, these have made these matches mean something to me. And one thing I got to say, the last two pay-per-views, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, as much as I'm not a Rhea Ripley fan, they actually had pretty good matches. Yeah. But, you know. Charlotte Flair has the Sasha Banks effect, you know. You're going to have a good match against Charlotte. Yeah. More than so likely. I, I got Charlotte. I, I'm not I'm not going to go against my rule. Nah, okay. man. You can't do that. It's a Charlotte Flair undefeated at SummerSlam for the title. Oh, and she's walking in not the champion. Yeah. She's winning. She's winning. And that crowd can – and it doesn't matter what the crowd thinks because she'll – She'll eat it up. And great job, by the way, 
of her and Rhea Ripley taking back the crowd at Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Because that's yeah. that's hard to do for women wrestlers when when you lose a crowd like that. That that's hard to do. So shout out to the goat. So now, uh, well, we've covered that. We might as well shift on over to the SmackDown side for their women's championship. Bianca Belair uh, defending her title against Sasha Banks. So, uh, for this, this one, guys. what was that? I said this one was a tough one, low key. I actually didn't spend too much time thinking about this one. I didn't either. Um, I went with Bel Air retaining. Mm, I mean, I don't really have, I don't really have an argument for it. I uh, just kind of been rolling with what I've been seeing from her. Uh, I don't. I mean, really, what is what is Sasha Banks doing since she's returned to really, um, really make me think she's going to win? You know, it's like she's barely been around, so I just didn't feel uh, secure about that one. I I went with Sasha Banks. I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I'm not even trying to factor in that I'm I'm a fan. It's the fact that she has a small alliance with two other superstars who hate Bianca Belair. That could yeah, get two two women that have been taking beatings and losses as well. Two yeah. women that lost back to back last night. Yeah, but I get it. That's Bianca. She's a champion. She shouldn't lose. But this. All it takes, Bianca can't get distracted. If Bianca gets distracted, game over. Sasha wins. I mean, it's simple. And because then this evens up the score. Then it's 1-1. Sasha wins 1. Belair's 1-1. At two of the biggest pay-per-views, they both got to win over each other. Then it leads into a SummerSlam's more Sasha's game than WrestleMania is. Based on the records, and um, yeah, I, I too, I too went with Sasha Banks. I think yeah. last night, you know, WWE's logic—they built Bianca up as such a dominant champion. <laughs> of course, she's gonna lose Saturday. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, it's Sasha fucking Banks, man. I uh, it's Bianca though. Like Bianca's having a great run as champion. Like she's the crowd's behind her. She's you know, last night those type of things do help with momentum. I wish they did that. Champions. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I, you know, I, I, I just feel like this is Sasha's time. Like she hasn't won a big match in so long that yeah. I feel like maybe it's time for her to pull one out. Maybe she cheats to get it done. You know, a la Eddie Guerrero. Well, and, and another thing that I was thinking is, I feel like as dominant as Bel Air has been. She still needs to add a little edge to her. And she ain't had that yet. Like she's been she is she can get sassy and get kind of, you know, get kind of good and, and angry on the microphone or you know, and stuff like that. But I, I gotta see a little more physicality side of her, like more of a badass. I mean, that she, she might is. choke her out with her hair tonight. So like she could 
Like if Bianca could win this. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling great about this pick, but I just feel like I feel like Sasha has a better chance. And once again, you know, you know, it's gonna be a good match. Oy. I mean, both of them, both of them are good in the ring. But as Gerb has quoted many, many, many times, your best match is against Sasha Banks. So, but yeah, I, I just think Sasha wins back the title because, yeah, Belair is good. She sells. But Sasha Banks sells. Me and Dak Take. only have one different pick so far. Wow. It's probably how it's going to be, man. I, I can't help it. But I, I feel really, like I really need Sheamus to win. I I need Charlotte to win, son. I need a Graham and that win. I got Charlotte picked too. But I think the next match is going to be a little little decisions that ain't going to be very similar. This is the one match that I'm I've been real curious to see who y'all pick. If that's if, fun. if you if you're referring to Seth and Edge. Yeah, because that's how yeah. I feel about you guys of this match. I want I'm curious to know your your picks and reasons behind it because I'll, I have I'll mine. Give you, I'll give you I'll I'll start off Oh sweet! Y'all, y'all started off the last couple, so I'll do this one. I'll take a hit to that. Here's here, here's I'm I'm gonna put this in words just like I did with Biggie's thing. Here's what's going to happen tonight at SummerSlam. Oh, he's got a spoiler alert on us. <laughs> Edge is going to win the match. Whoa! But he's gonna get the curb stomp after the match and have to be helped back, maybe even stretchered back to the to the back. God damn it. So unfortunately I didn't see the first half of SmackDown. I guess I mean I kind of saw clips of what happened. Um uh, my pick is Seth Rollins. Nice. Just and <laughs> I just picked that out of preference, actually. I I get it. I completely get it. I mean, it's Seth freaking Rollins at SummerSlam. Right. I do won some big matches at SummerSlam against Cena, and I think he beat Lesnar. So, based on your – go ahead. I mean, I was just kind of thinking of, um, you know, wins and losses and building towards the Universal Championship. And I see Seth Rollins getting a chance at a title before Edge. At this current time, anyway. I uh, so, based on your exclamations, I'm assuming you also picked Seth Rollins. Who me? Yeah. This is a match that is seven years in the making. I'm a I'm a hype up my pick here. Uh-oh. This is oh, okay. seven. Years. On that, let me, let, let me let me light up real quick. Are y'all kidding, <laughs> this man? Is seven, this is seven years in the making. You know, um. I I believe this match has probably the best build out of every other match on the card. Personal and story and everything is just writes itself. And honestly, I don't want to see this being a one-off match. I think this could be a a little stretch of a feud that can go into multiple matches. And I believe that Edge picks up the win tonight. 
And the reason why I'm picking Edge is because besides the Royal Rumble, this dude ain't won. And it's just kind of hard to see Edge not winning a big match here. Based on when I was talking about how how he's going to curb stomp him afterwards and you were talking about the God damn it. I thought that meant you had Seth Rollins. No, because that's that's the shit that's been running through my mind is, you know, keeping this feud stretched out. I could see Edge winning and I could see Rollins still doing what he was promised he was going to do. That deliver the curb stomp. He was going to deliver a curb stomp to him and he was going to end his end his career. And I could just see that playing out. And I say, God, I said, God damn, because I hate how sometimes me and you are just right on when it comes to <laughs> thoughts and shit. Because when you started laying that shit, I was like, God damn it. I was like, this dude just took this shit right out of my head, man. <laughs> so I, I don't know, man. I, this is personally one of the matches I'm most looking forward to. Um, because everybody knows. All three of us can admit you're gonna have a great fucking match with Seth Rollins. Absolutely, and uh, and Edge is gonna deliver tonight. He he's been delivering. So I'm uh kind of looking forward to what kind of pop Edge gets tonight at SummerSlam. He'll get a good one. Oh yeah, I'm sure he will. Anyway, I'm just glad it's a it's a it's a good thing that WWE is over on the West Coast. And because I got some different fans out there, because man, if they were in the Midwest or the East Coast, man, fans would still be spent mm-hmm. <laughs> from last night. So, oh, I'm sure I, there's people that made the trip. Oh my god. Oh yeah, fuck! I need that type of money. Dude, I don't know if I, you like. I don't know if I'd be able to do all that, even if I did have the money, dude. I'd be asleep. No, I need a, I need I need a break, man. Like you, at the very most, you might catch me at the pay per view each month. These motherfuckers <laughs> travel with the show. I'd be on a fucking Adderall if I did that. <laughs> be on that primo. <laughs> and that'd be cool. So, this <laughs> this the next match. That was a good one. <laughs> I, is the WWE Championship match. Yo, girl, we gotta have some different answers here, bro. I do. I, I thought you were about to pick Seth. I was about to be happy about it. I was like, "Cool, I it, it, pick Seth." Huh? I actually literally thought you two were gonna pick Seth. Oh, uh, I've pretty much had this Edge and Rollins. I've pretty much had this in my mind for about a week or two. You know, I, I'll say this: that was one match I kind of. That was the first pick I really had locked in. Was Edge? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now this I next match was this is tough to call too. Uh, I I don't know if I call it tough to call. At least not for me. I uh, I know you've been all aboard the Goldberg, but uh, Lash is going on a tear right now, so I'm going to pick Bob. <laughs> I I also picked Lashley, and my, my reasoning behind it actually is because. He needs to win more because it's it's better on his resume of people yeah. he's through. Yeah, but, I got I got Bob. And I'm, and I'm also thinking Survivor Series too. Lashley and Reigns, right? Or, or Lashley and Cena. 
so yeah, man, like yeah. But then like I also think in the back of my mind somewhere this might really be leading to Lashley and Lesnar somewhere. That is possible. I'm not gonna bet against that. Because if he beats Goldberg tonight clean, yeah, they got to be. Because mm. who else Who else is, you know, going to challenge him? Like, that's the thing, too, that, that does suck about this match. Like, picking Lashley as the winner is because who else is left for him on Raw? Okay, but then it's on the same conversation, who goes after Goldberg? Well, Lashley would go back after him probably. I mean, I, I I think Goldberg's done for the year. He's had his two matches. Oh, this that's right. The second match. I don't think he'll be back. I mean, they could always add dates if they did, if they did. Like it still scares me. It's just like you know, in in uh, Survivor Series that year, I was dead set sure that Brock Lesnar was going to fuck up Goldberg <laughs> until and a, minute a minute and a half later. Yeah, a minute twenty six later, this motherfucker is yeah, it's over. Oh, yeah, it's Goldberg. <laughs> so like there's still that element of it like I mean this dude beat the fiend I mean he, he could beat Bobby Lashley it's Goldberg man he could beat anybody but I had I had to pick Lashley damn wow. we're gonna have the same record tonight <laughs> well outside I really need Sheamus to retain that title <laughs> yeah if Sheamus, if if Damian Priest, because uh, I'm 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 already assuming I think I know who you're 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 picking in the main event too. Uh huh. If it's the same, then at the end of the night we'll be tied if Damian Priest wins. I thought he was still going to go after he said that, so I was right? like, yeah. <laughs> he just uh-huh. kind of paused for a minute. I was like, what is he waiting for me to do here? He's giving wanting me to give him a cue. So I was like, uh huh. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Sometimes I gotta give you those little breaks, you know, because that, that felt like a time that you might interject. No. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> we all got Lashley. The main event is the big match of the night. Here, I didn't call this one until like twenty minutes before I like called Gerv. <laughs> hey, I remember you were saying that uh, you were having you were struggling with this all week. Man, I've been struggling with this since Money in the Bank. Like, because how I, can I got, I got my tribal chief winning? Whoa. I, so do I. I and and I honestly probably would have picked John Cena if I didn't see that promo on SmackDown with Roman saying he'd leave. Right. Like I just feel like that don't make sense. Why? Why would you say that? So it leads me to think that Cena might get screwed out of this match. I also oh. picked Roman Reigns. Hey, I we mean all college, yeah. And it's, would it surprise me if Cena wins? No, hell no. It's John Cena, but I, I can't go against Roman right now. I do think something could happen at the end of this pay per view. If it was to be something like The Rock, then you kind of need Roman to go over in that in that aspect. Damn, bro. Or just Roman loses and shows up anyway. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like, you know, just to say he'll he'll quit WWE. Like he loses. He ain't going nowhere. 
<laughs> As the only like the only storyline for me for Cena winning would be if the Usos retained as well tonight. Because then I'm like, damn, Roman ain't got the title, but the Usos do. But now this dude's about to leave anyway, so like, what the fuck? I don't know, I kind of wish they didn't throw that stipulation in there. I don't know, man. I feel like it's a curveball for something. Yeah, it it does feel strange. Like, Like, for that... Because Cena said he was going to leave too. So, I mean, neither one of them is going to be there. Wait, Cena said this too? Well, he said he had to go do a movie, so he wasn't going to be there, you know? Who knows how long he's going to be doing that shit. Yeah, he said something along the lines of, I'll take the title title to Hollywood, and I'll see you at Survivor Series. Damn, this dude ain't coming back till Survivor Series. Well, I mean, he said something along those lines. Right. Um, But so it's like, uh, it's funny because, man, he's, he's... He's doing exactly what he used to hate on about The Rock. Was basically yeah, I don't... what he was talking about in his promo, which was kind of funny. Man, yo, if they got The Rock chilling back si- backstage of Vegas tonight, that crowd might pop and lose their shit. They will. I mean, it's The Rock. If someone as big of a star as The Rock shows up and you did not expect them to show up, you're going to mark out. Oh, I will too. I'll have gooseies, goose bump. I'd mark Dwayne. out if I went to an event and Vince McMahon came out. <laughs> Fucking Dwayne trying to steal CM Punk's thunder again. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Show him how to really break the needle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's typical WWE too. That, that's petty, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's so I got everybody's What I'll do is I'll uh, I'll get it together, uh, the picture taken, and I'll have it posted on the Weed of Villains page. Yes, sir. Yeah, because I've already trashed my paper. <laughs> <laughs> all the records are written down in my journal. I keep it all in my noodle. And then we got a grand bet tonight. Yo, that's 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 what's up. <laughs> this this is either so. Dak, since we have so many of the same picks, this is either going to be a, a, a good night for us because there's quite a few that we have that Swag has different. Bro. Or it's going to be a very bad night for us. And yeah. Swag could be the new champion. New champion. I don't know. I feel like even though very similar strategy tonight, but for me and Gerb to have a similar strategy like that, that means Dak's trying to focus on winning here. So he, I got takeover tomorrow too. So I can tell you right now, if Styles and Omos wins and Bianca wins and Nikki retains and Seth Rollins wins, we're fucked. Uh yeah. That's and like four each match. one of those people mentioned could win. So, so God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you who cannot win. Tonight, that's Rhea Ripley. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather her win than Nikki win because at least we all get the loss. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> I don't like that though, man. I don't like nobody taking a loss on that one though. Not because of. No, that. I, I need. I need straight W's. Yeah, I need to go ten and zero tonight. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. No, I doubt it. <laughs> I need to go. 10, <laughs> you go ten and zero. I will. 
So no, yeah. you'll go nine and one. How? Because I have Shameless retaining, and you have Priest. That's the that's the only pick that we have different on the whole card tonight. Oh. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to ten and zero then, because Priest so, is winning. Like I said, if Damian Priest wins, then we would have by the end of the night clinched. Me and you will be tied. Ha. <laughs> Heading in the Cause, takeover. Because I'm one, yeah, and we I, we got two different picks tomorrow. I got two different picks than both of y'all tomorrow, and I desperately need both of them to win. I need L.A. Knight to win, and I need Ilya Dragunov to win tomorrow night. This dude really betted against Walter. Right, he seems pretty confident in it. Well, that title is going to be buried with Walter. Like, when if that title changes hands, it's gonna be so weird to look at. Yeah, he's had this title for like what three years? Long time. Like, he might even look small on Dragon Off. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but that is a match I'm looking forward to, though. I like to see that. Um, man, that might be one, uh, probably my most anticipated match. Yeah, they're gonna kill it. They're gonna tear it down. I'm looking forward to seeing Joe Russell again. But if it wasn't for that, that'd be my most anticipated match of the night too. And and tonight, really, that I'm I'm really just look I'm really looking forward to Edge and Seth Rollins. Yes. Because that, like you said, seven years in the making, whatever you know. Depending on what they might have, like a twenty minute classic. I hope so. Because I'm, I'm I'm saving my reins for the show tonight, son. I'm getting hyped. Yo, I might have to go get one. My thing is empty, but I know I got three quarters of a gallon worth of tea in there. Oh, never mind. I can make. And some I'm probably tea. gonna drink that whole bit. And we got I can some make some tea. Great, we got some great coffee too. Oh, son, I got some coffee now. We got some dang man. That new stuff cannoli me. cream. Something. Some what? It's it's the creamer. It's a vanilla cannoli cream latte or something like that. Yeah, something fancy for the creamer. Well, that's not the only creamer. We got like three in there. Damn. We got like two, three types of coffee too. This might have to be my last bowl because man, this bitch is not hitting right. Well, I mean, shit. We got two minutes till two hours. We might as well cut it there. We got all our predictions in. I'm just gonna go right go through them again real quick. Like I said, I will post them again on the Weed of Villains page. Um, all three of us have Alexa Bliss defeating Eva Marie. All three of us have Drew McIntyre defeating Jinder Mahal. Uh, Dak and Swag both have Damian Priest taking the title from Sheamus. I have Sheamus retaining. We all three have the Usos retaining their tag team championships. Uh, Swag has Styles and Omos retaining their tag team championships. Me and Dak have RK Bro. Uh, me and Dak also both have Sasha Banks becoming a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Swag has the title retention. Bianca Belair retains. Um, in the triple threat for the Raw Women's, me and Dak both have Charlotte because of the rule. And um, Swag has Nikki SH retaining her championship. Swag wow. has Seth Rollins. Both me and Dak have Edge going over in that special grudge match. And then yep. all three of us have both world champions retaining. 
all three of us have Lashley and Roman retaining their championships. Now, I would not be surprised if there was a cash in tonight. Yeah, I'm about to say like. <laughs> so now, hold so, on, hold on. Yeah, I've already made my prediction on that. If it happens after the match, then the the title match, then it'll, it'll the match. Uh, what the fuck? Y'all know what I'm trying to like. As long as he doesn't make it a triple threat, mm-hmm. the pick should count as a, a win and loss, right? Like so, for that other match. Like say Lashley beats Goldberg, Biggie then cashes in. The Lashley, yeah, because that match still, is done. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was like. But if he comes in and changes a match, then the pick's got to be thrown out, right? Because it's not the match that we technically betted on or picked on. Well, what if one of like what say he cashes in in the middle and makes Roman and Cena a triple threat, right? Yeah. What Long, if? But if Roman Cena or Cena still win. Yeah. But yeah, Cena yeah. could still win by beating Big E. Exactly. So, like, I don't know. I, I don't foresee that happening. That yeah. way, I feel like if it is a cash in, it's going to be not during a match. And I just see that I see him cashing in on on Lashley because Lashley needs somebody to really feud with after this. But it then it doesn't make it makes sense. But then it also makes perfect sense for Cena to screw because I could see Cena losing this match tonight by Roman Reigns with a low blow or something that the ref didn't see. What if Cena does it? <laughs> oh, and pulls the Daniel Bryan on us? Yes. <laughs> or here comes Balor to help Cena. Exactly. Oh. I see, like, there's, there's still something oh. in the back of my mind. Even from the beginning, you know, me and Dak have been talking about it on the air. This Cena's, there's something a little different about this Cena. I think I mentioned it to you yesterday, Gerv. In the show, Cena and Balor were too sweet in the middle of the ring. Yeah. What the fuck is going on in 2021? <laughs> Look here, they, can't, it. they can't do this to me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know Balor, my boy. The John Cena heel turn is still the biggest thing in wrestling that is yet to happen. So, like I said, with that would be one way that they can maybe be, maybe be, maybe be, they can maybe try to steal some of the thunder away from well, the Punk debut. Even if Cena wins, regardless, man, every fucking media outlet's about to talk about it because John Cena. And it's seventeen. And it's seventeen. He's on top of the he's he's on top of the mountain of the goats, as they like to call it in the wrestling world. Even though I still got Ric Flair up there. About to get higher than a mountain goat. Yo, that's some trippy shit. How they can do that shit? They give no fucks. Man, they're they're standing on one rock or one pebble on the side of a mountain. Y'all know they're powered by Satan. Yeah, that's true. Goddamn goats. Whoa! Never thought about it like that, swag. Yeah, I'm too Satan, high for yeah, yeah, all the demons and Satan, you know, they all say he has a goat head. Those things are fucked. <sighs> That's like the, you know, the um, the inverted star, the pentagram. It's, it's, it's looks like a goat head. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> uh, 
That's two things that I dropped on deck today. Yeah. So we're going to let whole... y'all marinate on that one. Yeah, I, like, that... I got to go in here and get something to eat, dude. I'm like deathly hungry yeah, from this thing. Quick mention, I tried to look uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair's title reigns, and I'm even more confused than I was before. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess I'm going to sign off on my end. Everybody go out there and have a great day. Boys, it's been a good sir. show. Yes, sir. And I'll catch you all on the flip. Hey, good, good, good show today, Swag. Thanks for joining us, man. My pleasure. Wah, wah. Give it up for Jay Swag, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, hang on. Let me see if I can do this. I might be able to. I might be able to get one bong rip for the sign off. Man, my fucking shit got caked up. So yeah. On one of the whole, like basically the main fucking center hole there. Ah, I should have cleaned this motherfucker. Yeah, that motherfucker. Wow. Summer is tonight. We'll uh, we'll get back with you guys on Tuesday for a new episode. There should be plenty to talk about by then. We will see that there's a new WTV champion, which is currently me, Garv. Ooh, don't like your chances, bro. I we'll see what happens. All right, I don't like those. Ch- hey, hey, but minus one match, man. Me and you, I kind of, I kind of hey, hope. But I'll... you know what? It's like I've said many times. The boy is good. Hey, the boy is good. That's why Dak kind of went a similar route this this time around. <laughs> yeah, be sure to uh, subscribe to the on Spotify to the We the Villains podcast on Anchor yes, Anchor.fm slash We the Villains, and follow uh, us at We the Villains on Twitter and get your SummerSlam predictions in on our SummerSlam prediction polls that we have tweeted. We'll be and- keeping y'all's record once I get. I'm going to send it back out again. 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Those will close, ladies and gentlemen. It is now 1.48 p.m. Eastern Time. Get your votes in because, like, Gerbs, Gerb will, you know, uh, like I said, we will acknowledge it on the podcast. See so, if y'all can do better than us. Yeah, see if you guys can do it. Like, it's good to have fun. Um, And everybody enjoy your SummerSlam weekend. Starts tonight. AW kicked it off with a crazy show last night. Now, WWE is going to kick it off again. First pay-per-view with WWE having on a Saturday in a long time or ever. So, it's going to be a good night. Uh, Sweet the Villains podcast. Your boy, Dak, you about to hit the ball and rip in the back. That's Gerv. Hey, right, V's man. up. V's out.